What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoyed this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to what the actual fork podcast. Sam, how is your Tuesday? Well, my Tuesday thus far is good. Um, but I have shared this a few times on social media and I felt like we could have a really great conversation about it is that thank God the month of January is over because my month of January has been filled. It's like not funny at all, but with just with grief and loss, I've been to two funerals. I was in two funerals in less than a week. Um, and oh my God, I didn't even ask you about that. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Like, it's just, it's weird. And then I know you know that my girlfriend was killed in a car accident in January, like 15 years ago. But January has always been a time, like last January, I had a funeral. I don't know what the fuck it is about January, but I swear to God, thank God we're away from it. And I refuse any more death right now. Like I'm not signing up for that anymore, but I felt like it could be a great topic (laughs) to talk about for many different reasons today about like how to fuel yourself and nourish yourself during grief and loss and just the topic in general. It's, it's a heavy topic, but I think it's something that as humans, we all experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. You shared something so profound before we started recording, and I would love for you to just kick us off with the realization you had or whatever you want to call it. But that story, I think, will will really hit home. Yeah. So one of the two funerals I was at this past week was a client of mine, and she had since truly became like a mentor slash friend. You actually met her. She was at my baby shower in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um and 
she was a powerhouse of a woman, like absolute powerhouse, um, was never married, never had kids, um, worked a like just profound career, so successful, not only professionally, but also personally was just had amazing relationships in her life. And, um, I was thinking, I was just, you know, reflecting on all the work that her and I did together over the years and how much naturally as, you know, she worked with me as a dietitian, the the idea or the concepts of body image came up and talking about her relationship to her body. And it was just this moment for me when I was sitting in the church pew at her funeral service and she had chosen to be cremated. And I was just sitting there thinking about how like her body doesn't exist anymore. Like it is literal dust and ashes and how many hours we spent talking about her body, right? And that was like a big mind fuck for me because I was just like, I've, I've, I actually have lost a previous client a few years ago. I remember but that. He was, he was, um, very, like, he was elderly and it was just, I worked with him for different reasons, but we didn't talk a lot about his body image. He also wasn't cremated, not that that matters at all, but it was just a different situation at the time. And I've, I've worked with this client a lot longer. And so I was just thinking about how, as humans, specifically, as dietitians that we support people with building this acceptance and this neutrality around their body, this client of mine, had, we had spent so much time talking about her body. It doesn't exist anymore in this life and how everything that was talked about about her was about how she made us feel you know, memories we had with her. She, her best quality by far. And I, I met so many people at her funeral because she was so connected in our community. She made everyone feel like you were so important when she was with you. Like if you got coffee with her, I got coffee with her like you know, a few months back. And um, she was so special for so many different reasons. She had donated over $5 million to the children's hospital in town, has a whole genetics wing named after her. I mean, she is insanely amazing for many different reasons. But the reason I bring all of this together is like, no one fucking cares about your body, right? Like there were hundreds of people in that church and we were telling stories and her nephew spoke and it was so beautiful and it was just so amazing. And her body doesn't exist anymore. And it was just such like a weird mind fuck because we don't think about that until someone's gone. And it's like, what we, you know, when we think about body image work, we always say it's like more to do with the brain than the physical body. And I think it comes back to thinking about if you are on this journey of acceptance and neutrality for your own body, what are the characteristics about yourself that you really center and that are really, that your friends would say about you? Like if it was your funeral, what would people be saying about you? And I know that can be like a dark thought or like, what do you want them to say about you? How do you want them to talk about you? And that's what's really important. And so I've been rambling, but like, it's just, 
I don't, I didn't even know how to like make a piece of content on it because I was like, it's such a dark topic. And like, (laughs) so I was like, this needs to be long form content. Like this can't be a two minute video on TikTok because it's just such a deep combo. Oh, that's so profound. And I just feel like we have to put this out there too, that we are both thin white women who have safety to some extent due to the privileges that we hold. Mm -hmm. And I do the more like research and things that I think about when it comes to, you know, body image thoughts and feelings and all of the things lately, like the more I research into marginalized bodies and looking at statistics and everything else, like I do just want to put out there that I understand why and where the need the feeling of need to want to change your physical body comes from. Like I I fully understand that. And when you think about marginalized communities and access to food and feeling safe and having like your basic needs met, right? In a very thin white world, for lack of a better term, when you are smaller without saying anything else, like it's you're more perceived as safe or you feel you might mm-hmm. feel more safe and you're more perceived as healthy or whatever else and so that is a huge piece of this conversation that I just wanted to like put out there that I fully understand but at the same time what you're saying is making me think about how when I was in my deep disordered stage and space of life, like how many conversations with people and experiences and things that I missed out on because my priority was only that change in physical body. And that is, if I had allowed myself to stay on that path forever, like what people would say at my funeral would not be what I hope to leave my mark on this world. Yeah, or it wouldn't reflect you today at all. Like if you think about... I wouldn't be a parent. Like there's just so many things that I wouldn't be. And like, it's really crazy. And like the the idea that the body goes and like we spend so much time trying to quote unquote perfect it and then it just goes is like wild. Yeah. It's just, you know, we we all know that death is inevitable and we all hear about it and we watch it on movies and TVs. And, and then of course, like, unfortunately probably have been to a funeral at some type or another, but then getting like smacked in the face with back to back funerals of like seeing death. It just like, you forget that like, what are we here for? What is our mission? What is our purpose? And I'm so glad you brought up, um, you know, thin privilege and that our world is extremely fat phobic and we can link in the show notes. Um, Vinnie Wellsby does an ama- has an amazing graphic on the four levels of fat phobia that yes. exist. And, you know, what we're talking about more here is releasing the internalized fat phobia of like your entire existence and mission and how you talk to yourself and the the self-talk, like releasing that of needing to feel or, or, or feeling like you have to be in a smaller body to love yourself. Now, unfortunately... <laughs> we're never going to be able to change individually on this podcast or collectively 
I don't think in this lifetime, like the, the fat phobia that exists out in the world. Um, but when it comes to living and enjoying your life and the relationships around you, I think that unpacking fat phobia is a big part of that. And I mean, it's, and again, like you said, Jenna, recognizing our privileges, it's much, much easier for us to say because of the way that we look and the bodies that we exist in and how people perceive our message of that. Um, but it, it was just, it was a huge mind fuck. And I, I often ask people when I do lead body image masterclasses, like, what do you want to feel and experience in this life? And, and I'll ask people to pare it down to one word. I don't care what word it is, freedom, love, peace, contentment, embodiment. You know, these are some of the things we, we hear. And, and then I'll ask like, is your relationship with your current body helping you cultivate that? whatever that word is. And if the answer is no, doesn't mean we need to feel guilt or shame. Doesn't mean we need to run and now work on body image and do all these things, but it's to get curious about, okay, well, this is my life right now. I am going to be existing in my body until the day I die. So what do I want to do with this information that I'm you know, aware of now? Like that my relationship with my body is not helping me live a free life, a peaceful life, a joyful life, you know, a life filled with love. And so, so much of what has been on my mind this past week has really tied into the body image work that we do. And again, like I've never thought of a client's body leaving this earth until I was sitting in the church and it was happening. And it was just, it was like, wow, wow. Sam, I don't know about you, but when life gets crazy, which let's be honest, life is always crazy. Um, sure is. Entrepreneurs and parents in general, but like just for anybody, the literal last thing that I want to do at the end of a long day is ask myself, what's for dinner? <laughs> Knowing that Amen. I am the person that has to make said dinner. <laughs> And I'm not the person in the relationship that makes said dinner. And I also don't want to think about it. Um, But this week has been crazy with travel and lots of unexpected life events. And we actually, I have the picture here. I have to, I can like show it to you. It's beautiful. I'm going to send it to you. It's beautiful. It looks just like the picture. It does. (laughs) It really does. Um, So we made this sweet chili pork and cabbage stir fry from HelloFresh. I didn't get that one. Well, you got to select it. You know why? Did you, did you select quick and easy? Sure did. Okay. So the quick and easy meals take 15 minutes or less to make. And that is the only one I will ever select Mm -hmm. um, because we want quick and easy meals. And it was delicious. It came with like the little crispy onions on Mm. top. It was so good. So if you want to give HelloFresh a try to have some quick and easy meal ideas for the crazy days ahead, you can go to hellofresh.com slash fork free and use code fork free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. By the way, Sienna had the chocolate chip muffins that they sent. She absolutely loved them. (laughs) Um, So that again is free breakfast for life available for a limited time at hellofresh.com slash fork free using code fork free.
I, I don't even know how to like layer onto that because it's so profound. And I think it gives our listeners just like something to think about. And like, again, I feel like we harp on this often, but it's like nobody is telling you as an quote unquote anti-diet dietitian, which like I'm struggling with like what that phrase means to me these days, means, right? right? But like as a dietitian who doesn't put you on a diet, we'll put it that way. It doesn't mean we don't care about your health, right? And so I think where I am where I am trying to get that message across as however I can and clearly like sort it through in my own head too is like we absolutely want you to live a life where your health is I don't know, secured is the right word. You're confident in your health. You feel good, right? Whatever that means to you, that you feel good. But that has to apply to your mental health too. And what is the threshold for you as an individual of like when that takes away from your life, right? Like Mm -hmm. your client at some point said like, I don't want all of my brain space to be taken up over my food. Like I want to heal this relationship. I'm going to seek health and you are help, sorry, and health. Um, and you helped her live out those last six years of her life or whatever it was like embracing life in such a different way and prioritizing her health in a different way. And like, that is such a beautiful thing. So it's like everybody listening has to think about what their life really looks like, where food plays in, where food plays a role, I guess, in that. And like, is it helping me or hurting me? Because if you want to use the phrase, like anti-diet doesn't mean anti-health. And that's what I think is most misunderstood in our world these days. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, just like riffing off of that, how health is not a moral obligation. And so oftentimes, you know, again, there's so much nuance to this conversation of like when I tr- we try to pack everything into videos that we create for social media, but like nobody has to pursue anything for their health, whatever that means for them, right? But it was interesting when I did post a video on... It wasn't saying exactly what I'm saying on the podcast here, but I just shared like some thoughts like post-funeral. That was before we hadn't even known that we were going to a second funeral (laughs) at that point. Um, But I did have people saying like, you know, my aunt passed and people were still talking about how large her body was and how it caused her death. And the, and and like different examples like that of like extreme fat phobia, right. In our society. And so like, I think like looping that into this conversation, going back to, we cannot solve the fat phobia that exists in our world individually, or just on this podcast. And we are not responsible for convincing other people to have whatever beliefs about food or about body, but thinking about like conceptualizing life and thinking about like my, like I've done a lot of reflecting this week of like, if, right. Like if you always say, what would people say at your funeral or what would it be like? Like, I, I I just can't stop thinking about that of like, what do I, how do I want to make people feel? Hmm. What do I want people to say about me? 
And that doesn't mean you can't have body image struggles. And that doesn't mean that you can't want to pursue health, you know, improving or promoting behaviors physically, mentally, or emotionally, but bringing it back to this idea of what, yeah, truly like, how do I want to make people feel? What do I want people to say about me when I leave this planet and how we can center that in our life? Like that can be a theme, but I feel like life goes by so fast and things are so fucking crazy all the time that it's so easy to not think about these things. And Oh, it's just, again, like such deep, deep thoughts. Well, I had, this is making me think of two. I had without like saying too many details, a relative of mine just recently had a major surgery and I was talking to another family, a member of mine about him. And she was telling me how like so many people have said like, oh, you've lost so much weight and you look so great to this man who had major like life-changing surgery and he's in recovery from that surgery and maybe up and walking and standing and going to work and doing all of the things but like is still recovering from major surgery and like the thing that you're saying to him is you look so great because basically because you've had surgery and like maybe you're mentally not okay from that surgery or maybe you're still processing it or you physically can't eat or like all of these things are going on and like what we jump to say is like look how good he looks like it's so fucked up (laughs) like Okay. So I was with family over the weekend and one of my relatives asked me a question about the vitamins or supplements that I was taking and why. And then they proceeded to share with me that they feel like, you know, they're super busy. There's a lot going on in their life. They forget to take a whole bunch of supplements that have been previously recommended to them or that they believe that they should be taking. And they asked me if there was something that I would recommend that would kind of have multiple vitamins, minerals in it all together, like a multivitamin, if you will, but with added benefits because they also felt like they weren't eating a very diverse diet at the time, this season of their life. So I thought about it and I thought about AG1 because AG1 is a convenient, kind of like a one-stop shop for this exact reason. It contains 75 different vitamins and minerals and whole food source ingredients. It's also NSF certified for sport so that we know that what they say is inside AG1 is actually inside AG1. Um, And it's also increasing their water intake at the same time that they're getting all of these vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients. So I recommended to my family member to give AG1 a shot for all of those reasons. And if that sounds like you, this could be a great solution for you as well. So if you would like to try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, you can go to drinkag1.com forward slash fork. That's drinkag1.com forward slash fork to check it out. 
So these are all perfect examples of the fat phobia that exists in, in our, our life, world. in our world that we unfortunately, like, do we need to call it out? Yes. Like, is there a responsibility? Yes. To an extent as like what we do and especially being allies of those that reside in marginalized bodies and like, unfortunately, all of us individually, if we did that, if all we did was defend and call out and, you know, like we would be so burnt out and (laughs) more than we already are. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I think that comes back to like, we've talked about with Evelyn Tribbley before the like, is it reachable? Is it teachable kind of thing where if someone has such extreme fat phobic beliefs, like it might not even be worth it to call out in certain, certain situations. Um, but that goes back to the idea of like when it comes to your opinion about your body or about bodies in general, like where is that coming from? Um, because if you've been surrounded by these people in your life who say things like that, like the examples that you just gave, um, chances are that's going to that's going to be imprinted on your brain too and how you view your own body or how you view bodies in general. And so it's, it's really important to be aware of that. And, um, we only have one body, right. And our relationship with our body on this planet is the longest relationship that we will be in, um, till our final breath. And so it's, that doesn't mean that you need to love yourself. That doesn't mean you need body positivity and all this stuff we see, but can, or more so, and can we create a relationship with our body that is respectful, that is kind. And, um, these are things that I've just, I've really been thinking more about. And then of course, with all the funerals, like I've just like looked over at Luke and I'm like, all right, what's our plan for when our bodies go? And like, let's talk about our bodies. But it's just, it's it's such, it's a dark thought, but it's an interesting thought is like our body is the vessel that carries us through this life that we have here on this planet. And whenever we take our final breath, like we're completely separated from it. Whatever you believe from there is for you and you only. And it's like, then we don't belong to it anymore. So why are we spending all of our mental energy trying to fix it or change it or remove the wrinkles or cover this or do that or shrink this or shrink that? And it's like, who gives a fuck? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Isn't it interesting too that like your body literally does things? This is something I talked to my mom about, or I used to talk to her about it a lot, especially like with menopause and like getting older and like bodies changing. It's like your body physically does things. Like its responses to things 
are to protect you. Like mentally, like we have this like protection mode, um, but physically as well, like certain things that happen. And we had that episode with menopause dot dietitian like so long ago. I can't even think of her name. Dr. Jen Huber, menopause yes. dot nutritionist. Love her. We talked about how like you, you know, like you get more fat, let's say, or you store more fat as you age to protect something about estrogen tissue. I'm, this is clearly not my specialty, but like, it's not that like your body hold on to fat as like a punishment. Like we believe that we have to fix. It's like literally like a protective measure for your bones, your cholesterol, like whatever else. Right. Um, and then I think I totally butchered like the nutrition support data behind that. So go back and listen to that episode because it was so interesting. But like our bodies do things like consistently to protect us. And our initial response is always, I have to fix this and this is wrong. And that's something that like, especially in this season of life that I'm in right now, where like, I feel like so many things are changing and I have less control over so much, especially like my routine and my day and whatever else that like reminding myself that my body and I are on the same team is just like a simple thing that I personally do that really, really helps. Um, Because we get angry at our body for changing and doing things because society wants it to be something different. But like the reality is, is that everything your body's doing, it's either teaching you something, telling you something or protecting you. And like, even like inflammation, right? Like you get a cut, the inflammatory response, like the actual response is let's send the troops to that cut to heal it. (laughs) Right? Like the inflammatory response that we're all like taking supplements to try and fix is, or like that, what is that considered? The acute response is to fix the problem. Like your body knows what to do, but we've completely stopped trusting that. And I think that that is a whole other topic for another day. But if we can kind of keep some of that perspective on and in our minds, I think things could be different. Yes. Like what if we were raised, all of us were raised to believe that our bodies were teaching us something, telling us something or protecting us, I believe you said, which was really beautiful how you (laughs) you strung those together. Very poetic of you. It's so Um, true though, right? No, it totally is. And it's like, but again, from a young age with diet culture and lived experience and all the shit, like we've been, we've been, you know, brainwashed to believe that unless we are these small like shells of ourselves that we're unworthy or we're unlovable or we're wrong or, you know, whatever it is. Um, when we've said it before, like our bodies are the least interesting thing about us. And yes, it's important to care for it because it carries you through this life, but it's not your whole being. Like you have a soul and you have these characteristics and you have all these other things. So I hope that this, this episode can at least just, this is definitely a more outside the box one than our, (laughs) than our usual ones, but I feel like we go here. (laughs) I know, but I feel like it's a good one to really make people think and, and really think about bot, like what happens to the body or like, you know, what is our relationship to our body? And again, not because we need to fix it or we need to go do something now, but just to create curiosity around this conversation is really 
you know, my mission with sharing this today. And, um, cause it's stuff that I've been thinking about that I'm like, I've never thought about this like ever. I mean, of course, like when you go to a funeral and stuff, like you, you're presented with death and you think about it or you watch a movie, but like this really took it a step further for me. And I was like, I need an outlet to share this and <laughs> to hear what other people think. So thank you for creating that space to do oh, so. Well, thank you for sharing it. I mean, listen, if nothing else, I think our podcast can serve as like journal entries for so many people. Like the things that we talk about, if you break out a journal and just start writing down like your answers to some of this stuff, like it is so powerful. And it's like things that you're kind of forcing yourself to think out of, out on the, out of the box on, um, that can really like go so far. So thank you for pushing all of us this morning or whenever you listen to your podcast this afternoon to, to just think about things from a different perspective. It's really powerful. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at what the actual fork pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week for more fun.